Nothing But The Words, episode number 89, when writing a whole book seems overwhelming. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really well. I'm recording this episode just after finishing a webinar with an author whose work I only found last week through a referral, but which I already admire. He writes in the personal development genre, but interestingly, the conversation we were having, which I thought initially would be about personal development, and it was, but it also turned to writing and publishing. So obviously, that was super fun for me. I'm always down for that. This author has written six books, according to my quick Amazon search. He's both traditionally published and self-published. Who knows? He may have more books out there, but those were the ones that I quickly found. And I really enjoyed the one that I read. So six books. Good for him. I mean, that's great. It really, really is. He's doing something he loves. I don't know if he loves the writing part. That didn't come up. But he definitely loves sharing his knowledge and teaching people what he's learned about personal development, which is a lot. (laughs) And he's using his books to land celebrity clients as a motivational trainer and coach. And he's been interviewed by huge media outlets. He's built a whole business around this. He's also delivering huge value with his books. I wish you could have seen the way people, particularly the two people interviewing him who are friends of mine, raved over him and his books on the webinar. It was really nice to see. And it's obvious his books are having a positive impact on people, including on me. I can't wait to implement some of the things I've learned. The particular book I was reading is called How to Be Brilliant. And I will get his name wrong if I spell it here, but I'm going to try. It's H-E-P-P-E-L-L is the last name, How to Be Brilliant. He's in a great place in his career as an author. But while he was giving his very engaging and funny and helpful interview, I kept thinking about some of the people I've met who said they wanted to write books and they never have. I've met lots of people who've told me that. And years later, when we cross paths again, they still haven't written anything. And off the top of my head, I can think of at least three of those people who are absolutely brilliant, and they have at least as much to offer as this gentleman has in their own fields, but they haven't done what he's done. They haven't written their books. So they are getting their knowledge out in some ways. Um, three, Those three are speakers and teachers, and so they're able to communicate in that way, but they're not reaching the masses of people that they could reach if they were to write their books. Now, I am not in a mood (laughs) to throw anyone under the bus, so I won't name names, but I happen to know at least one of them listens to this podcast, and if he hears me, I hope he knows I'm talking about him. At any rate, many of the people who say they want to write a book and never do it get stopped at the very thought of writing a book. The idea of writing a whole book seems overwhelming to them. Whenever they think of sitting down to write, they, they think of sitting down to write 300 pages, right? They think of their favorite books, the 200, 300 pages, and they think, I've got to sit down and create that. And then they get paralyzed. Completely understandable. The idea of writing a whole book can be overwhelming. If you've ever felt that way, congratulations. You have a human brain that functions like most human brains. Listen, writing a book is a relatively big project. There's no way around that. 
It's not as big as building a rocket ship, but bigger than baking a cake. So it's understandable that sitting back and looking at the whole project could be overwhelming. As with any big project, breaking down your book into smaller tasks is the first step to get past overwhelm. The first 10 or so episodes of this podcast give you a process for that. But what do you do when you sit down to write and that overwhelm, that feeling of this is just so much, rears its ugly head again? You've done the pre-work, you've gone through those steps, but when you sit down to write, even looking at your outline, you still feel overwhelmed. You're just settling in to write a few pages for chapter one, and your brain keeps telling you, I've got so much to write. This is going to take forever. I'm never going to finish writing this book. Those kinds of thoughts, those kinds of thoughts are normal, even after you've written the first 50 or 100 pages. But just because they're normal, that doesn't mean you have to tolerate them or accept them or have them all the time. And you certainly don't have to be stopped by them. When you're faced with those kinds of unhelpful thoughts, the most effective thing I've found you can do is to accept that they're there, process them, and get to the other side. There are endless ways to do that, but when you're in the moment, it can seem impossible. So let me share with you three tools or techniques that have worked for me and for my coaching clients when we're faced with overwhelm before a big task, in this case, writing your book. Now, again, First 10 episodes of this podcast, if you just need the strategies for how to organize your thoughts towards writing your book. This is more about the mindset it takes to get to writing when the time comes to sit down and write. If you are familiar with The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, then you are familiar with Morning Pages. This is a classic book written, I think, and published in the 80s, maybe early 90s. Can't remember when I first got it, but it was at least 20 years ago. And Ms. Cameron recommends you take a few minutes before each writing session and write three pages about whatever's on your mind by hand, stream of consciousness, everything that comes up for you. This is a great practice for clearing your mind. However, when you're dealing with thoughts of overwhelm about your writing, I suggest a slightly different twist on the morning pages process. Write out all those thoughts that are overwhelming you. I'm never going to finish. This is too hard. I don't have enough to say to write 50 pages, much less 100. Just dump them all out on the page. And yes, I strongly suggest you do this by hand, but don't stop there. The next step in my process is to respond to those thoughts also on the page. Write out your responses to those thoughts. Write out the answers you would give if you were talking to someone you love who's facing that same dilemma, that same sense of overwhelm. If your best friend came to you and said, this book is really important to me, but I feel like I'm never going to finish, what would your response be? Write that all out and see how it can move your state, your emotional state, your mental state in a more positive direction so you can take action and jump into the writing. The second thing I recommend you do, and you don't have to do all of these things, pick the one you want to use on any given day, is a similar practice, but the focus, instead of having solutions necessarily, the focus is on having compassion for yourself. Take five or 10 minutes to write a letter to yourself. I've talked in a previous episode about writing a letter to your book, but this is somewhat different. This is a letter to you expressing compassion for the overwhelm you feel, acknowledging it, expressing the idea that it doesn't make you a lesser person or lesser author just because you feel overwhelmed in this moment, and then encouraging yourself to write anyway. 
in the letter, remind yourself of why you're doing this and what your vision is for this book and the positive impact it will have in your life and on your readers. And then get to writing your book. The key to this letter writing is to do it with kindness and encouragement, but not to fall for your own excuses. (laughs) Acknowledge them and then push yourself to write anyway. At the end of your letter, write out your commitment to your writing goal for the day and then go do the work. Now, I write myself this kind of letter almost every day. It rarely has anything to do with writing because that's not where I typically face overwhelm, but I certainly face challenges on other projects. This letter, which might be six sentences or 26 sentences, helps me make that shift in mindset that's a lot harder to make when I'm beating myself up. That's why the compassion involved is key. And finally, if you're facing overwhelm when you sit down to write and the idea of writing a book just seems like so much reach out to someone who has been there and can talk you off that overwhelmed ledge. Obviously, you don't want to overdo this if you're reaching out to your one friend who has successfully written a book, right? You might not want to call this person every day, but it can certainly be helpful to reach out and just get the support of someone who's been there. Share what you're experiencing, and you will not be surprised to find that many other authors have experienced the exact same overwhelm. They just had to move past it in order to get the book written. And if you haven't bought that particular friend's book yet, make sure you do before you go asking for free advice. That's just good manners and leave an honest but positive review on of that person's book on Amazon and Goodreads. Listen, put that good writing karma into the world. When your friends publish books, give them great reviews, buy their books, find what you love about the book. If they, if this is a friend who's a successful author, there'll be something you like about it that you can say in the reviews. If you're working with an author coach, please take advantage of that relationship. Message your coach when you're stuck in whatever way you've agreed to be in contact. Sometimes my new coaching clients hesitate to reach out to me on Voxer, which my one-on-one coaching clients always can because they think they should be able to figure it out. They're already high performing people and they figure they've done bigger things. They should be able to get out of, out of this overwhelm by themselves. But I make it clear to those one-on-one clients that they can box for me at any time if they feel stuck. Even in my group coaching experience, they can message me in our Facebook group if they feel stuck. They can leave a note there and I will give them the support they need. So there's no reason for any client who has a coach to be stuck and to stay in overwhelm. You can write your way past overwhelm with this twist on Julia Cameron's morning pages where you add the positive after you share what you're struggling with on the page. You can write your way past overwhelm by showing yourself compassion while still requiring yourself to meet your writing goals for the day. And you can reach out for help from a trusted friend, someone who has successfully done, though, what you're trying to do or from your author coach if you're working with one. There's never a good reason to sit in overwhelm. Move past it and write your book. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. If you want some help getting started with your book, access my free video and guide at candiselldavis.com slash jumpstart. It will walk you through five steps to get a jumpstart on your book. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.